Hi there, and welcome. My name is Mike Bankhead. I am your host. I am a bass player and songwriter from the Gem City, Dayton, Ohio. Note that I pronounced it like the locals here do. Day Glottal Stop in Dayton. Today, as promised, and a little bit late, here's a conversation with Brandon Barry, who used to be, who used to live around these parts. But now he lives on an island in Puget Sound, which honestly sounds like a lovely place to live. He directed my most recent music video, which was out this past Tuesday, June 21st. We barely talked about that. Why? Well, listen and find out. Recording in progress. Yeah, I know. I've heard that before. Hi, Brandon Barry. Welcome back. Hey, thanks, Mike. Glad to be here. What is Wait, that? It looks like you're wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> That's exactly, very astute. That is what I'm wearing. Why can I not see you? Because my camera is acting up, and instead of taking 30 minutes to fix it, I figured we could just have this conversation. Okay. You know what I look like. You don't need... I'll tell you what. If you want to use your imagination, I'm actually wearing less than you right now. And oh. I, don't, I don't own a bathrobe, so I am in uh, house, house slippers and boxers. And that's it. That's that's everything I'm wearing plus a bathrobe. Right. See, so I'm actually yeah. less dressed. I see you're having. Oh, you gave up coffee. So that's got to be like vodka or something, right? No, no, no. I did not give up coffee. I. When did I say that? I feel like you told me that once. I oh, said you, you I was, gave up. You gave up being an idiot. That's what it is. I I took I took it easy on the coffee. Um. I'm also taking it easy on basically everything else. I do love cheeses, so and that's my vice lately. Well, I guess if you're going to go for processed, mass-produced food, you want one, one could do worse than cheeses. Yeah. The reason I'm having you on today is because I really miss you. But the real reason is you just you directed yet another music video for me, and I'd like you to tell the people about it. Well, since the last time we talked, I actually directed seven or eight of of your videos. We didn't. We never talked about the others. No, we didn't. Would you like to? Oh, that's up to you. I mean, I don't know what you want me to say about them, but I will go into it. Sure. Well, here, here's the thing. I, I think you did fine work. And the view count on those is really a lot lower than it should be, considering the amount of effort that you put into it. Well, uh, so, yeah. Let's try to get those numbers up. <laughs> what um, what is it that is hindering them so much? Do you think? I don't know enough about YouTube or algorithms or how that works to know. Well, a part of it might be because I took a. Um, a huge break off of Facebook, meaning I deleted it. Um, and I don't really tweet all that much. And my Instagram can't really share much there in regards to videos when like I could share pictures, whatever. But I was just wondering, like I do my own little promoting through like personal messengers, right? So I'll send out these videos to people but you might not see it in like a public forum. That's my way of promoting. And I know it's not the best. 
And technically, you know, my job was to make the videos and, and you're the one to push them. But that's, you know, I don't know. I have a problem with these, with the algorithm. I was thinking about this earlier. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed on my YouTube channel, I have almost 2,000 subscribers, right? And that's not paint splat stuff. No one, like, I maybe, like, since I started paint splats, I might have gotten five more subscribers due to the music, right? The reason I have so many is that when I, it was 2006, um, and, you know, I was, I was a kid, you know, you know this, you, you'll push it on me, you know how old I am. Um, I took other people's videos because it was very easy to do at the time. And I would put them on my channel, say like some Guns N' Roses videos. I put Aerosmith. I was obsessed with like Steven Tyler and everything. So I'd take these videos, put them on mine, and I would get more views than the other people I stole them from, which is crazy. I don't know how it happened. And I got a bunch of subscribers from that. And those videos are no longer on my channel, right? But I, you know, once I started putting my own stuff on, I noticed I was losing subscribers because, oh, wait, this guy doesn't always post about Axl Rose. Um, and I don't know where I'm going with this. I just wanted to tell you a little history of my, my high subscriber count on YouTube that has nothing to do with my own merit, by the way. I think what I've learned is I've got to get Axl Rose in one of my videos. Well, see, it's not easy anymore, right? Like back then, like there wasn't this huge algorithm that was like pushing the best looking videos, right? So I have a feeling that no matter how good this thing that you're pushing is quality wise, if it's not like 4K or at least 1080 and look and sound good, they don't care. And I'm not saying the stuff we put out wasn't bad. I'm just saying that it's not Billie Eilish level production. And, you know, I can't help that. You can't help that. It costs a lot of money to do that. Well, here's the thing. I think what you made was good art. Well, thank you. And more people should probably see it. Thank you. Thank you. I had, a, I had, some t I had trouble working and doing those videos, to be honest with you. Because uh, you told me to do, I, I was doing six renditions of Hold the Wick after you, after I did the first one, right? After we did the, the Real Love mix. Yeah, starring, uh, that was black and white. It was an homage to Bregman. Bergman? Bergman, Bergman yeah, yeah. Bregman's a third baseman. Uh, Bergman is not. Yeah, I don't know about anything about that. Um, uh, and it starred uh, Dr. Dr. Jenny. Yeah. And so, you know, we, you had me, you recruited me to do six more videos. Um, and I, you know, I was in San Diego and I did all that I could to come up with ideas, you know, some better than others. And I know that, you know that, uh, but it was difficult for me because I never had the challenge of doing essentially the same song different feels but the same lyrics that i had to work with the entire time and have myself come up with all these ideas because 
you didn't know where to go with it. You just said, here, you take it. Um, no, I'm and a musician. I, I don't make music videos. I, I know, but one could argue that I'm a musician and don't make music videos until I did. You're until not a I musician did. anymore. So, well, yeah, I, I make music. I just don't put it out. Don't really care to. I, I think it's all about, and I saw you tweet about this earlier. I did get on Twitter earlier today. I saw you have an exchange with Tino talking about how you should make music for yourself first. Uh, have you enjoy it before, you know, the audience, essentially. Right? Yeah. I mean, how can I in good conscience ask a stranger to spend money on my art if I don't believe in my own art? Yeah. I see my my problem is I don't want people to spend the money on it anymore. I I know I have all these records that I'm using as furniture. I actually don't even have them here in Washington with me. I didn't bring a single paint splits merch thing. I gave away the rest of <laughs> I think I said this last time. I gave away the rest of the paint splat shirts to a homeless shelter. So there's probably a bunch of homeless people, hopefully homed people now, but wearing paint splats attire. <laughs> I just not? don't care. I just don't care, man. Like I as soon as it became as soon as those records came out, I started to hate it a little bit. I started to hate playing music. Um, I liked it better when there wasn't a product involved. And I know that's just a part of the music business or whatever. But it's just not for me. I know that now. Oh, you didn't have to have 500 records pressed or however many it was. Well, I was stupid and I didn't do any research. I thought that was the minimum. But live and learn. Yeah, it is not. Well, I, I went out of Portland. And uh, I don't know. I, I guess I was just thinking per unit prices. Per unit prices, you're paying less per unit if you order 500 than if you order, say, 100. Yeah. But then, but then you have to move 500 units or they're around taking up copious amounts of space, right? Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Lately, I've just been about... Uh, joy a little bit i've been about enjoying which i just realized <laughs> that joy is in enjoying i don't know why i never thought about that um i guess that's is that it, the root i mean you're an english major how did you not ever think about that I, yeah i don't think about all words um like but my you don't point think is about all words or you don't think about any words I read a lot of books now. <laughs> I, I don't remember reading a single book in college, but I read, um, I try to read at least two books a week now. How did you manage to get your degree without reading any books? Uh, well, see, you, when you say English major, you, you're thinking I'm like studying literature, but I was more focused on the writing portion. So like the creative writing aspect of it. I never really... You know, in college, they just assume that you know, like, grammar, of course, because why wouldn't you? You know, you should have learned that in elementary, elementary school. school. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe the program just wasn't what I thought it would be. And, you know, I definitely, I, I skated through that. And I did, I did well somehow. 
even though I don't remember the last semester. Um, but my point is, I enjoy, I'm enjoying things now, like I didn't when I first met you, like today. Um, my hair's still wet. I just got out of the shower. Okay? Yeah, I can, I can tell. Yeah. Um, I was eating a nectarine. And it was the best because I thought about a few things. Not only was I eating a nectarine, I realized that I had food. But as I was showering, I realized I had water. And because I was showering, that means I have legs to stand on. And to have legs, you need to be alive. And I don't know, I just kept zooming out and, and out. And I just had a moment of realization that it's pretty unique for us to be here. And I'm glad that I am. And I don't think I would have said that five years ago. Man, the West Coast has turned you into some kind of strange existential philosopher, dude. I think about, I think about mortality a lot. Um, and I'm sure you do too. It's, I mean, it's the, older, the older you get, the more you think about it. Trust me on that. Absolutely. I, I completely get it. I'm only 27. And I feel it looming every day. Um, someone told me the other day, and it's a quote from somebody, and I, I, I don't know the exact quote, but you, you die twice. One time when your body ceases to work anymore. And, you know, you go wherever you go after that. And the second time when your name is last said. And I kind of felt as though that was a narcissistic way of looking at it. We should just enjoy the time that we have here with each other, then try to promote what it is we're trying to promote in ourselves or something. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to think of. But I, I just been thinking about that kind of thing lately. You know that I really wanted to promote a music video via this conversation, and you're making it really hard to do that. I'm sorry. Um, no, I know. I think it's, I think it's I hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. We could talk about the music video. No, we don't have to talk about the music video. No, either. obviously, this is why we're doing this. We're, we're going to do it eventually anyway. But I just thought it would be nice to have this conversation with you because I know you think about these kind of things a lot. Yeah, and honestly, this is the kind of conversation we have when we're hanging out. Yeah. I mean, our conversations will start on something completely frivolous and end up like this. Well, you know, and I, I'm trying to gather the right words through the stuff I'm reading to um, have insightful conversations about it, because these are big topics, but, um, you know, they're simple in a lot of ways. And I'm trying to find the terms um, to use in my, I'm not, not to proselytize or anything, but to to just have meaningful conversations about this kind of stuff because it happens to everybody. So why don't you songwrite your way through it? Kind of, making art is one of the ways that people deal with, with those kind of thoughts. I mean, it's kind of how I deal with stuff. 
Well, who's to say that I'm not, you know, I might, I might, you don't, you don't record it anymore. So we have no idea what, what you're writing. Yeah. I, I might be writing about those things. I'm definitely thinking about them. I might be writing in different ways, you know, like, because I, I not, I don't just do music, you know, I, I try to write in other mediums and, um, try to express myself in, in different ways to, well round myself um i don't know i think uh one of the things that one of the themes that i really um come back to all the time is the idea that we are slowly drifting apart though it feels as though we are coming together in the age of um, technology. By um, we, do you mean humanity in general? I guess, I guess so. I, you know, you you think that I don't know a lot of the stuff that, how you felt when you were younger, but I got a taste of it, right, when I was very young. And it is a time that I long to go back to. Um, which is why I, I don't really particularly like using my phone anymore. And I know this is so ironic the way we're conversing right now, um, how we're having this conversation um, in different time zones. You know, it's going f- basically to space. No, not basically. It is going to space. It's going to space. And... I don't know, like when I go home, and I know I'm going all over the place here, but when I'm back in my hometown, I, you know, I don't get to see my parents very often. And, you know, they're getting older. My dad's 73. Um, He's fairly healthy, but, you know, things can pop up at any time. And what I see is my parents more so than myself on their phones playing frivolous stupid games looking through whatever it is they're looking through while i'm here not for very long and i i would much rather just be in a room with them and not do anything than be in a room with them and they're on their phones and you know i want to talk while well, i still the- while i still can I feel like the problem with that is uh, that you were born in 1996, 95, sorry, and not say 1965, because had you been born in 1965, uh, you would be able to spend all the time you wanted with your parents without them being on their phones. But that, but Mike, my my point is that I I wish my parents would would see it that way too. Have you have you said this to them? Of course, they're addicted, or at least my 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 dad is. That's interesting because they would they surely remember the before times. Of course they do, but it's, and I don't want to put this the wrong way, but they are they're simpler people than than myself. Okay, like I'm more well read. I have a degree no matter if it's something that i don't didn't want to do or not i have one i went through college um the most my 
my mom has an, is an associate's degree, right? At least she tried. But my point is, I think about all these things that we're talking about here, and I wish that I could have these kind of conversations with them too. But I don't know. It's not working out. So my worldview is obviously different than yours since I grew up rather religious and still am. And that appears to be the main difference in between uh, and the difference in the relationship that I have with my parents. And, you know, my dad, he's, he's passed away now, but in the relationship that you have your, with your parents, because since I grew up with a strong faith, well, my parents had a strong faith and I was uh, encouraged to go figure out for myself what I wanted to believe. But since I grew up with a strong faith, there are certain perspectives on existentialism and what life means and all that stuff that my parents and I share. So despite the fact that I am very different than them and obviously a completely different generation and I see a whole lot of things in a completely different way, when it comes down to those really deep type conversations of the sort we're having. It's yeah. easier for me to talk about that with my parents because we believe the same stuff. That to me, stepping aside from it and trying to think about it objectively, which is difficult because, you know, we're, we're people and it's hard to be objective. I just think that's interesting in the way that one's faith or lack thereof affects one's relationship with others. Yeah. Um, I, I often said that the last time I went to church was when I was five, which I think that may be true. Um, I was never, my dad grew up Catholic and my, my mom was something not Catholic, um, but Christian. And my dad said one of his biggest regrets is not getting me baptized. And he said that not even that long ago, maybe two, three years ago. And I just thought, no, that train has sailed, you know, <laughs> the train has sailed. Um, you know what I meant? You have, uh, you have been very good at mixing your metaphors. I, I, I know. Uh, it's a sail train. It's a sail train. But I guess my point is, I don't have any particular um, religion in place, but I like to learn about what other people believe. And I have always said, when it comes to religion, whatever it is that you believe and that enhances your life and, and makes you happy with wherever you are, do that. And I've done, I've taken that same concept, but kind of mixed and matched uh, whatever it is that other people believe and kind of made my own worldview, right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, you have right? to, everybody needs to decide for themselves. Uh, what you just said, there are two things I thought of. One, the decision on whether or not to get baptized into whatever faith, I find it odd that that's a regret your father has, because that should be your decision, not his. 
Should it not? Right, but don't in the Catholic Church at least it happens very young and it at a, it, it does and doctrinally I might have some disagreements with that, but we're not we're not going to go there. But I that's something I observed. It's like I feel like that should be your choice, right? Um, and the other thing that you mentioned, and this is something that we have in common, which is probably why we get along is that you are curious and interested in what other people believe. And I am also curious and interested in what other people believe. And at least in the United States, there is a culture among people that have faith to want to shut off from what anyone else might believe, whether they have faith or whether they're an atheist or agnostic or whatever. There's so much just hurtful and divisive rhetoric in vitriol directed at people that are religious, but are religious in a different way. And I don't get that. I, I like talking to Muslims and Buddhists and Hindus and Shintoists and whatever, because I like learning about people and listening to people and trying to relate to people. And you do yeah. too. I, your curiosity is, is one of the things that makes you an interesting person. And I, I've grown um, over the years uh, concerning those ideas of not just putting someone down for what they believe, because I can't say that, I, that I've done that my entire life. There's no, there's no possible way, and I know that for a fact, that, you know, who, but, but my point is, I guess, and to yours, uh, to expand upon it, is who are we to say that someone else is wrong with what they believe, whereas like we're going off whatever we believe? Who's to say that either one is right, per se, whatever that right means? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Believe whatever you want to believe and make your life better that way, however that is, as long as you don't hurt other people. That's that's it. That's all I have to say. Did you just pull a Forrest Gump? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I probably did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't know. We and we don't have to go into this anymore. No. It's just one something that was on my mind as I was eating that nectarine. We'll have to uh, all that from a nectarine. We'll we'll have to have you back and have an even an even deeper discussion. Yeah. And I know our world our worldviews differ, of course, uh, largely sure. because of my, my religious beliefs. But my religious beliefs tell me that all of us can make our own choices, like right? Like we get to choose. And I can't choose for you or for anyone else. Yeah. Not not my right or my place. So yeah, and from a different direction, <laughs> we have the same thought on that. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. I <sighs> Yeah, I, I don't know why. It, I guess the last couple of years with, with obviously the pandemic, it, it brought us to really examine our, our lives and um, our inevitable deaths because it, it felt like it was all looming on us. We didn't know like what was going to happen. And for some people, it, you know, it didn't obviously work out um, for some. And 
it was hard not to imagine that you were next. Yeah. Yeah. That said, uh, you could be next. You could be headed down good. to uh, the Home Depot, and some nutcase could walk in there with an AR-15 and kill 15 people. Absolutely. I could be driving on 675 on my way to a band rehearsal, and some terribly racist police officer who just feels like killing a black person today might pull me over and shoot me, right? I mean, there's all kind of ways in which we can we could be next. Mm-hmm. But if you keep thinking about that stuff, they'll never leave your house, which is maybe why I don't leave home very often. Also, it was really hot outside. We're having a heat wave this week in the Midwest, uh, record high temperatures. I've, I've heard. It, it sounds horrible. Um, a, a heat index of like 100, right? I don't know because I haven't left, but I am. I'm playing golf the next couple of days, and I will be uh, experiencing it. I'm going to try to start early and drink a lot of water, but you know, yeah. we have to get exercise. The doctor and the wife tells me. Absolutely. The um, well, everybody does really, but it's a brisk 56 degrees here. That sounds wonderful. I would take uh, 56 over 91 any day. We, uh, I've been playing a lot of tennis yesterday. I played about three hours and it's, wow. It's, uh, you know, like not all at once. Right. But who are you I, playing like I, with? You make friends? Well, yeah, kind of. So, so Rachel, my girlfriend, she's a reporter on uh, Whidbey Island here in Washington. And she reported on a tennis group that meets every Sunday, mostly made up of retirees. Right. But they play every week and sometimes during the week too. And they're very good. Like they were, they were beating me pretty bad. Uh, first couple of days, but I went yesterday and I finally, I used to play tennis in high school. I finally felt like I was back to the shape of, of tennis form that I was in high school. And it, it was a good feeling. I, I loved it. And that's what I've been doing lately. Nice, um, nice top spin on the forehand, a little slice backhand, that kind of thing. Ooh, Put your serve man. where you want it, that kind of thing. I, I'm getting my serve a little better, but it, that's my weak point. But I slice basically everything on purpose, by the way. All right, side spin. I don't like yeah. people like you. Sorry. Um, well, we'll, ha- we'll have to play sometime when I'm I back. would like to, and we never got around to it, but I'm pretty easy to beat because, one, I'm slow. Uh, even when I wasn't super heavy, I was pretty slow. Uh, and I do have a pretty decent first serve, but it's, uh, it's flat. Like I can hit it, you know, 100, 510 miles an hour, but it's flat. So if you can time it, it's, you know, it's coming back. Yeah. Well, that um, sounds like it's pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, I, I've worked many times on a, on a top spin when, uh, for second serve purposes, so it's not so easy to hit back. But yeah, I'm, I haven't been good at tennis uh, since I was a teenager, unfortunately. Oh man, I didn't know you played so much. I used to, uh, in a, you know, in the before times, before I got old. So let's spend seven minutes talking about straight up downhill from here. Okay. Well, what do you want to know? How'd you get the idea for that video? <laughs> So my original idea was to have three different characters um, in their respective uh, states of downhillness. <laughs> you know, like one was sleeping in a tent. Um, 
somebody was waking up under a pile of bills and uh it just got to be too much to um get get all together within the time frame of a three minute pop song power pop so i decided on just doing the one that the one character that was the strongest which was which was tino's character who wakes up at the bar and then sees your band on stage and gets on stage and um you know he's revitalized he he gets away from the drink you know it's kind of a a trite idea but i tried to spin it in a way that was kind of fun and you know colorful because of south park taverns lighting rig you know the best part about that is that tino doesn't drink so it's hilarious yeah yeah even better um he's a good but, actor and a good sport yeah i thought he did really well and i really like that song too and i don't i know you didn't write it but um your version is definitely different than than baby molly's version and i think it's unique to you um and i i don't know it's just i don't particularly like filming live band stuff and i did that be in this one because like it was it was the easiest way to to do it in such a short amount of time um i i wanted to have other narrative storylines as i said but it would have i don't think it would have cobbled together as good as, as it is it did but i i don't know what do you think did you did you come away with what after watching that and, and thinking that it was about what you expected or did you did you think otherwise well i don't really have a lot of expectations because as we covered briefly i don't have any expertise or ability to make videos i will tell you that shooting day was fun and enjoyable might have heard the song a little too much that day, but that's what's going to happen when you're trying to make a music video. I hate seeing myself on camera. So if there was a way to do this without me being in it, that would have been my way to go. But I don't think we could avoid it for this one. Well, man, like the first couple, like the minute, the first minute or so, it's basically all in slow motion. But you're the first shot that's not. And yeah. it's, it's, it does stand out that shot. It's, it stands out and it's, um, I think in, in a good way, and I think you look kind of bad. Well, <laughs> well, see, now I'm going to have to bleep that. I was going to try to get through this without any editing. Oh, sorry. That's um, okay. So you, you, your acting has, and I know you've not done a lot or, or anything, not been on camera a ton, but in the short time I've known you, your progression of being comfortable on camera has, has been profound. Oh, I'm not comfortable. I just try to pretend it's not there. Well, that's okay. That's the whole point of acting is to pretend that you know what you're doing. <laughs> um, and you did, you pull it off. So you're actually pretty close to where baby Molly lives. His government name is Liam Morrison. He is a, he is a citizen of Canada. And this year he moved from Toronto to Vancouver. 
and you are oh, not really? far from Vancouver. Yeah, it would be cool if you all could like hang out and get a beer sometime. Yeah, I, I'd be into that. We're we're only about an hour, maybe an hour and a half from Vancouver, I believe. Yeah, I know. Um, sometime when we're not recording, I'll uh, try to hook that up. I'll drop you an email and. Sure. That sounds good. Um, but, but yeah, if we, you know, it'd be interesting though, to, to make you a more rounded artist, Mike, I think it would be interesting for you to, to do more than just make the music. I think it would be interesting. And I know you've done a little of it with your, one of your previous videos, Awapa Kanata, you were more involved with the shooting process uh, in the director's sense. But to do that more, I think you'll be more comfortable with doing it. And I think it'll open your eyes up to the possibilities of what you can achieve in, um, you know, with limited uh, equipment. Perhaps. The counterpoint is, it's impossible to be good at everything. And I kind of want to write songs, record them and release them. And that's already a lot. Yeah, I, I understand. Um, but in your free time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what, whatever, whatever in the world that is. Brandon Barry, do you have any parting words for the audience? Assuming that by this point of the podcast, they're still hopefully is an audience do whatever it is in your own life that makes you happy but just don't hurt other people while you do it that's pretty much your life philosophy i feel it's my newfound philosophy yes All right. well thanks for uh being a decent human being and uh an interesting artist and directing videos for me and all that good stuff Absolutely. I hope it goes well. I'll be sure to share it. Please do. Uh, everybody go follow Brandon on whatever social media platform this week he decides to use. <laughs> yep. Go and, find me. Yeah. And yeah. I will talk to you later. Okay. Sounds good, Mike. Thanks. Thanks again to Brandon Barry for taking the time to talk to me and for directing a lot of my videos. Thank you, dear listener, for being here. And please... I'm really proud of that video we put out on June 21st. Go find it, please, on YouTube or on social media. The video is called Straight Up Downhill From Here. The song is a cover. Uh, I had fun doing it. It was an entertaining video shoot. And again, I think Brandon did good work. I also encourage you to like or subscribe to this podcast, if you would, please, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Thank you again, dear listener, for being here. Have a lovely weekend.